After seven years, it's finally over. We're finished. I open the white door of my cosy three-bedroom semi, walk down the perfectly smooth path we had resurfaced six weeks ago, and unlock the doors of my blue Honda. Strapping my sleepy ten-month-old baby girl into her car seat, I quietly shut the door, just as Peter angrily throws more of the black bin bags onto the front lawn. One bursts open, and I see Grace's bibs and bottles spill out on the grass. I try not to react as I casually go to retrieve them. I won't let him get to me. I duck as another bag flies past my head. Defiantly ignoring this, I continue to stride towards the ripped one. I'll never forgive you, he yells at me. Never! Forgive me for what? I mutter, stooping down to scoop up her favourite teddy bear bottle, for having the guts to end this sham of a relationship. I want Grace to have a happy life, not raised by people who hate each other. I want... His laughter interrupts me. You have no idea what you want. Enjoy being a single mother, you fucking waste of space. You're an idiot cat. But then again, you always were. I knew that the moment I met you. He sneers at me with such venom I physically recoil. Looking at him, I don't recognise the man I once knew. The blonde stranger I'd met at the White Stripes gig, who looked after me when I'd had too much to drink and got separated from my friends. The man who sent me flowers every day until I agreed to go out with him. The man who said I was everything to him. That man was gone. I need to leave. I ignore the rest of the loose items strewn on the lawn, grab the last bag and get into my car. As I drive away, Grace begins to cry loudly, and so do I. But he was so wet! Why was he wet? Helen closes the kitchen door and frowns at me for being loud when she's just put Grace to bed. Adam, her husband, snorts and puts another sweetener in my coffee. Maybe it was sweat, he laughs. He is known for being a tad sweaty in the office, but it's never usually that noticeable. In hindsight, though, I perhaps should have paid attention to that nickname some of the female staff have for him. Which is? Um, tell me. Sweaty Colin. I hear Helen sniggering as she sits down at their bespoke maple kitchen table, carefully placing her cup on a yellow coaster. I want to laugh, but I'm too annoyed. For the love of fuck, this just gets worse. You've known me for eight years, Adam. Why on earth would you think I'd go for someone like Colin? Do I seem like the kind of woman who would go for someone who quotes Shakespeare and has unexplained drippage? Helen decides to chime in, simultaneously thrusting a piece of carrot cake into my hand. We have no idea what your type is, cat. I take a bite of my cake and talk with my mouth full, just to annoy her. Peter, Peter is, was my type. A shower of tiny cake crumbs sprays from my mouth and lands on the table near her mug. She looks at me like I've blown my nose in her auburn hair. Peter, after all he's done, I despise that man. Actually, we need to have a chat about him. Oh, I don't mean him personally, but, you know, physically he's my type. Blonde, tall, toned, looks good in tight trousers. Remember this for next time. Actually, fuck that, there won't be a next time. I trust you both with my life, but to find me a boyfriend? Never again. You're off the case. I see Helen glance at Adam, and I know that it'll be a cold day in hell before she lets that happen. I quickly change the subject. Shall I just leave Grace to sleep here, then? Helen nods. She wanted to stay here anyway. We didn't expect to see you till...